Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy. Hello, One Hope. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joel Price. And today we'll be reading out of the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verses 12 through 20. As we explore further Peter's sermon from Romans 9 on Sunday, and this disturbing verse in which Paul is referring to this 33rd chapter of of Exodus, and he says that I will be, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will be compassionate to whom I will be compassionate to. And it sounds exclusive, it sounds arbitrary, but let's look at what chapter 33, where these verses come from, and see if there's a little more context given to those verses. See, one of the problems we have to dig into in our lives and in our faith is that we all have a desire to be special. We want to be unique and special and set aside and set apart. We want our teachers to recognize us. We want our coaches, our parents, our, our loved ones. We want our loved ones to recognize us. And it's not just because we want them to see the good in us. It's because we want to see the better in us. It's a comparative, a comparative value. That's what special means. You can't be special unless not everybody is. If everybody is special, then nobody is special. So where am I getting this? <laughs> so let's, let's look a little bit at chapter 33 in Exodus. And one of the things that Moses says, If I have found favor, please let me know you, so I can find favor in your sight. Which is a little bit of a funny request. saying, if, if you favor me, let me know you, so you can favor me. What he's really saying, I believe, is, If you will, treat me special, treat me uniquely, so that everyone will know, including myself, that I am special. And then later, he he calls it out even more directly. It says, how is it known that I have found favor in your sight? Is it not in in your going with us so that we are distinct referring to himself and Israel. Is it not in the going with us so that we are distinct from every other people on the face of the earth? You see, what Moses is really looking for is how are we set apart? How are we distinct from everybody else in comparison to everybody else? How are we special? And God comes back to him and says, you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. There's nothing better than that, Moses. God says, you have my favor, and I know you by name. You're not just one of many. I know you. But that is not good enough for Moses. And Moses says, please show me your glory. And this is where we get the scene of Moses, you know, kind of hiding in the cleft of the rock. And, and God walking past him. And when Moses says, please show me your glory, this is where God 
responds, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Seems like an odd response. But this comes back to, we all want to be special. Most of us know this from from interactions with our parents, if we have siblings especially. It's, it's okay for our parents to love us. But what we really want is them to love us a little bit more than my brother, a little bit more than my sister. It's okay for my boss to appreciate my work. I want my boss to appreciate my work. But what I really want more than anything else is for my boss to appreciate my work more than what he appreciates other people's work. Give me the raise. Give me the promotion. Give me the title. Give me the responsibility so that all people will see that I am special, that I am distinct, that I am set apart. This is one of those things that that God understands. God understands that there's a catch here, that he loves all people and that he wants all to be saved. And as Peter was breaking down in his sermon on Sunday, that there is a tension between the idea of choice and the idea of universal love. That God can love us each uniquely and each specially, but then how is it special if everyone receives it? Everyone can't be special. But don't take my word for it. I think the person who said it best was a little character called Syndrome. His name was Syndrome in the, in the first Incredibles movie. I, I, it, the Incredibles by Pixar remains one of my favorite, not just animated movies, but movies of all time. And this is, this is what it sounds like when Syndrome explains it. I'll be a bigger hero than you ever were. You mean you killed off real heroes so that you could pretend to be one? Oh, I'm real. Real enough to defeat you. And I did it without your precious gifts, your oh-so-special powers. I'll give them heroics. I'll give them the most spectacular heroics anyone's ever seen. And when I'm old and I've had my fun, I'll sell my inventions so that everyone can be superheroes. Everyone can be super. And when everyone's super... <laughs> no one will be. <laughs> now, what does that have to do with anything about chapter 33 of Exodus? And I would say that God understands that without him, there is no special without someone not being special. So when he says that he will show mercy to whom he will show mercy, he knows that there can be no mercy without judgment. If there's no judgment, then it's not mercy. It's like, it's like obliterating or nullifying all the laws in the United States. It doesn't mean that bad things stop happening. It means that they're no longer against the law because there's no law to violate. You cannot have mercy unless judgment exists before. Because that's what you're giving mercy to. I will give mercy to whom I will show mercy. I will, I will withhold judgment, and that is my choice, because I am the judge. But beyond that, because he's responding to Moses, he's responding to Moses' request for favor, to be special, and he says, 
I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And what is gracious but, or being gracious but showing grace? And what is grace but undeserved favor? Which is what Moses wanted. He wants to be special. And God says, you don't deserve it. But I'll give it to you. Because God can find each of us special even in the contradiction. So while syndrome may be able to wipe out the, the entire concept of being super by making everyone super, God can uniquely see all of us and favor all of us in an undeserved way by showing us grace without nullifying the idea of grace. That tension exists between the absolute and the relative, but in God's infinite power and wisdom and perspective, he can see us as unique and special without removing the specialness. So as you go about today, as you, as you walk through and you think, I will think about God's words where he says, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. No, that it's not about comparing yourself to others. God's grace to you is not relative to his grace to someone else. God's mercy to you is only relative to the judgment that we deserve. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, thank you for your son. Thank you for his death on the cross. Thank you for his rising again. And thank you for the grace and the mercy that comes through that gift. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. And that you answer our requests, even when they're petty and they're immature. <laughs> And we just want to be special, God. And you say, you are special. I know you by name. Help us to remember that today, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm -hmm.